Hey, welcome to the Ken Briggs Show. Today we're talking to Scott Olson. He's from Oakdale, Minnesota. He's been detecting for a while. So we're going to let Scott in. Actually, I'm from, uh, actually I'm from uh, South Minneapolis. Oh, South Minneapolis. Okay. I'll let you uh, take it from here, Scott, and tell us about uh, how long you've been detecting and things like that. Well, uh, I've been detecting about six years. Um, I actually got into it. A friend of mine moved back from California and uh, came over one day, just happened to bring his finds along that he'd found while he was out in California, and it kind of uh, piqued my interest. And at the time, I was um, kind of in a transition period looking for uh, something to do, something to keep me active, getting outside, and um, just keep me busy. So I, I thought, yeah, sounds like a really good idea, and I bought my first metal detector. I uh, didn't know anything about it, and I bought a... Uh, Trident, uh, Viper Trident. Okay. And of course, it's a water detector. Um, and a cheap one at that. <laughs> uh, actually, they were pretty expensive at the time, but there was a good deal going through uh, one of the uh, metal detector dealers. Right. I actually picked that up on my first one. Um, first day out, found a uh, rock I swore was a meteorite and spent the next week trying to get it verified and going through. Uh, uh, University of Minnesota getting down to their geological department to talk to one of the professors. Okay. Turned out to be a big chunk of iron ore. No. So that was my that was my first first big thrill. I think I found uh, eight cents that day, and I was I was pretty excited about it. <laughs> oh, that's good. At least you found something, then you know. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it definitely uh, definitely got me addicted after that. Do you have any kids that are into the hobby? I do not have any kids that are in the hobby. I only have a daughter, but I did buy my youngest grandson uh, this year a uh, starter metal detector. Um, he's only he's only four. Yeah. One of the kids' models. Oh yeah. Um, uh, of course, we haven't been able to get out because it's been you know cold and wintry. But uh, yeah, yeah. According to my daughter, he's uh, he's ran through quite a few batteries and it already searching the house for anything that happens to be metal in the house. So <laughs> I'm kind of hoping he gets the catches the bug. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. So you've been doing it for six years, you said? Yep, this will be, I think, my seventh season. Okay. What kind of machine are you running now? I uh, currently am running my E-Track. Okay. Um, really enjoy it. I uh, got that. Uh, last season was my actually my first full season on it. Um, really started feeling comfortable near the end. I got it near the end of the, the previous season of that, and it was a little bit confusing, even though I'd metal detected quite a while. I used the AT Pro before that, so you know I had the I had the basics, but it's you know quite a big leap from from one to the other. So right, um, I really I really like it. Uh, it's, you know, it it really really tells you what's underneath that coil once you start getting used to uh, the tones and oh, yeah. and so on and so forth, and having having the the uh, visual display on it, along with the uh, uh, VDI readings, is uh, um, you know pretty helpful. Yeah. Uh, one it, thing. One thing I can say. One thing I can say about it is, once I went to the E track, I haven't dug a bottle cap since. Um, you know, some of the bigger screw-on type, boost type bottle caps I've yep. dug up, but as far as the uh, pop bottle caps, you know, they just they show up in that lower. Uh, right-hand corner, even though they sound good, you know it's a bottle cap. Right, yep. Yeah, I like, that's what I like about my V3i is it's got the bottle cap rejection on it. And we can shut them right off and not even pick them up, so. 
Yeah, I had a, uh, I've actually had a couple of the XP Deuses. Um, I, I really didn't, it, it's a good machine. Um, don't get me wrong, it's a right. great machine. You know, I mean, it's, it's a, you know, just from what I understand, it's an awesome relic machine. Uh-huh. But for a coin shooter like me, um, it, it was, you know, even though it was all wireless and everything, I, I, the thing I really didn't like about it is the control unit was really small, and the buttons were really small, but that thing was a bottle cap magnet. Every other target was a bottle cap coming out of there, and they all sounded like uh, silver quarters. Oh, well, that's too bad. So I, I, I got, rid of, got rid of those, and that's when I... Uh, I had the XP Deus uh, in between the AT Pro and the E-Track. Uh-huh. And that's why I decided to make that change. Yeah. I actually, actually won the, I actually won both of those machines, so it was a, it was a fairly cheap, cheap advancement uh, hobby. Oh, well, that's good. So, do you belong to clubs over there, or? Do I belong to the club? Yeah, do you belong to a club over there? No, no, the local club is the uh, Gopher State Treasure Hunters. I don't uh, currently belong to them. I, it's, uh, it's my schedule just kind of conflicts with their meeting times and all that stuff. So, right. you know, I do know quite a few guys from the from the uh, club, and, you know, we've talked. I have nothing, you know, it's, the club's awesome for um, people that are able to interact with uh with the members and get over to the meetings and and able to attend their uh, events and stuff but right. just because of my schedule I'm, I'm unable to do that so it's, no. it's not that i have anything against the club it's just it just doesn't work out for my uh, schedule for me so right but you have a facebook group i do have a facebook group um actually i didn't start it uh it was actually started by a gentleman by the name of jesse and offhand i cannot remember his last name um at some point in time, I believe he was—he only had the page for about a year. It's the uh, Minnesota Metal Detecting uh-huh. on Facebook. Um, he had—he only had it for about a year. He got into the hobby and started the uh, started the page, um, and then just—he was one of those people that metal detecting just didn't get in his blood like the rest of us did. Okay. And, uh, he uh, transferred—I really can't say ownership—but gave the adminship to uh, Stephen Shoemaker. Uh huh. And Stephen was admin on the page for quite a while. Yep. But, uh, and at one point in time, he asked me if I wanted to help him being admin on the page. And I said, sure. You know, I was on the page all the time, so it was kind of a, a nice fit. A win-win situation. Uh, it was, oh, yeah, at the time it was. Um, and it's only gotten better. But Stephen was, uh, he's into his his goal prospecting. That's really his, uh, his niche, and he has a page. Um, for the Minnesota Gold Prospectors. Okay. Uh, that he admins on that. So um, he moved on and went. I think he's, you know, devoting more time to that aspect of, of his hobby. So okay. I I took over the page and been doing that for, I think it's uh, three years now, maybe four. How many people you have in the on the group? Well, when I started, I think there was 245. And now I believe we're up to... Somewhere in the range of like fourteen fifty, something like that. Wow, that's a pretty um, good. We do have, yeah, we do have a few people from from farther out in the country. Right. Um, they were early ads into the page, uh, and then we decided after talking to the group and kind of getting a, a consensus among the people that we really wanted to keep it local. Um, so we're keeping it. We're trying to keep everyone that's been added probably for the last two years is within the five state area. Uh huh. 
Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, uh, North and South Dakota. So right. we've kind of kept it local, and you know we're we're not looking to be the the biggest page. Just um, you know one of the better pages in metal detecting out there. Right. Yeah. And I think I think that seems to be working out pretty well. You know we have a great group of people on the page, and all very helpful. They're you know I don't know how many other Facebook pages you um, are a member on, but you know they get get to be some. Uh, pretty strange things happening on those other pages. Oh, yes, there is. Stuff like that. I administer, let's see, nine different pages. And I'm a master, a webmaster for one, two, three, four websites. That's awesome. So it keeps me going. Plus, yeah, it definitely gets you on, but yeah. uh, we don't seem to have those problems on, on this page, which is was really nice. I did bring a couple of uh, moderators in to help me out. Um, right. You know, just to, I, you know, I can't be on the page all the time, and, and right. it's nice to have someone there to kind of answer questions for people when they need it answered. And, right. You know, kind of keep the conversation going. Just make sure there's there's nothing getting on the page that uh, shouldn't be on uh, there. Shouldn't be there. Yeah. You know, I, I think in the entire time that I've been on on the page is you know less than a handful of things that I've actually had to remove from the page or talk to people about. So, right. Yeah, I kind of watch the pages people. too that. You got to watch and kind of look into the people that want to join and see what they're doing. And some of them are just uh, they just want to sell stuff and sell stuff and stuff, you know. And they don't even metal detect. Right, and there, as a matter of fact, there's a lot of people that um, I brought into the pages that don't mod metal detect. Uh huh. Um, it's not so much, you know. I, I I try to do as good as I can to to verify who I'm adding to the page. But right. Yep. There's a lot of people that just are interested in the hobby and like seeing what other people find. Matter of fact, right. a while back here, I did some uh, membership cleanup of people that I saw that had had been on the page for a long, long time, but I've never seen them post. Uh-huh. Um, so I just took them off the page. Yeah. Um, just, to, just to clear some room. Uh, it wasn't very many. It was just a handful of them, but one of those people happened to contact me uh, matter of fact, the next day, and asked me what happened, why they weren't on the page anymore, and they, they explained to me that, you know, I don't metal detect, but I really like seeing all the posts and everything, and seeing all the finds and everything. So that mm -hmm. person was added back onto the page. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, I kind of watched that for the Umbro Valley Treasure Hunters. I belong to that club because my daughter lives in St. Charles, Minnesota, just outside of Rochester. So I joined their yeah, group. Yeah, I heard of them. How, how big are how big are they? They don't have a big club. They're probably 15 people. But uh, Randy Kuznicki is the club president of the Zumbro Valley Treasure Hunters. And mm -hmm. it's based out of Rochester, Minnesota. Right. And, yeah, I've been a member now for a couple of years down there because, like I said, my daughter lives down there in Minnesota and, and works down there, so... I figured I might as well yeah. you know, jump on the club down there, and because I'm down to yeah, so I, her house, you know. Saw a couple of your saw a couple of your posts. You getting ready to go down to one of their meetings, and you're loading up some uh, equipment and so on and so forth. Yeah, I took a, I do it once a year. I take a bunch of stuff down, and uh, talk metal detecting and answer any questions that you know people may have, and we go from there. That's awesome. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, what got you into this hobby? Well, a friend of mine had came back from California, yep. and he had stopped back. Well, he, he would come back every year from California. He'd come back on a vacation, but he uh -huh. moved back. And one of the times he happened to stop over at the house, he brought over um, a little box with all his finds. I, I, oh, yeah. 
like Johnny joke, I joke all the time. I think all metal detectors have one of those boxes of stuff that they would uh, probably just walk by if it was laying on the ground. But once they find it in the ground, it becomes a treasure to them. Yep, that's right. And they save one. Yeah, of course, I think we all have one. As a matter of fact, I know I have one. But yeah. he brought one over, and he had some uh, some really cool coins that he'd found, and some older jewelry, and uh, some World War II memorabilia uh, that was period of the time. And um, it just it really piqued my interest, and I was looking to get into something that. Um, it could get me outside. Yeah, um, I was, I was kind of transitioning from that, being a younger person wanting to spend the weekends with my friends out at the bars and having fun. To that was really getting old, and I needed to find something else to do. So, yep. uh, that's uh, I picked up metal detecting and um, went out, and that's yeah, basically the entire story. Was it, it was. All the, however you want to look at it, uphill or downhill from there, but uh, it's become quite an addiction for me. So, oh, that's good. You know, it's, it's it's pretty amazing when you when you get that high tone and you're just not sure what it is and pull yeah, that plug and you. I saw you your uh, over gold sitting there. Yeah, I saw your uh, video that you found. What was that? A silver half in that park? Yep, that was. Yep, that was last season. That was my second half I've ever found. First one was a uh, Franklin. Uh-huh. Uh, that was a, the second one, the one I found, the one you're referring to, was a 45 Walking Liberty, and it was a uh, pretty amazing condition. We, uh, a group of guys that I normally go out with, we uh, spent quite a few Saturdays at that location, and um, there were some pretty awesome finds that came out of there. Oh, yeah. What is your most, I know we hear this all the time, what's your most favorite find? What is your most memorable find that you found? really hard to say but I really want to I think my most memorable is my first one that I found actually was that piece of iron ore yeah um it's the reason for it be is there's no value to it whatsoever but right. I do have it sitting on my desk at work it's been sitting there since, since the day I found it but uh the funny part about it was is, is I had done a lot of research um not so much about the equipment but more about the hobby before I actually got into the hobby and uh, one of the things that I uh, it came up during my research was meteorites. Mm-hmm. And I started I started seeing how valuable they were compared to gold. I mean, some of them are just ridiculous. Things, oh, yeah. You know, uh, yep. a, chunk from, a chunk from Mars is just ungodly. It's like unbelievable, $1,000 an ounce or something like yeah, that. Or, yeah, yeah. Or a gram or something. It was just, just ridiculous. So, of course, when I found that, and it's kind of a strange story, too, because, like I said, it was my my very, very first day out metal detecting. Mm-hmm. No experience whatsoever. Um, and I got that signal and started digging the plug. And uh, I didn't have a pinpointer at the time. I hadn't purchased a pinpointer. I didn't even know what a pinpointer was. <laughs> and I was looking, you know, I'm looking through all the dirt as it's coming out. I must have looked pretty silly sitting there. And I kept digging and digging and digging and kept waving my metal detector over the hole and, you know, I kept getting that signal, and it was it was a strong signal. Looking back, I know that it was a strong signal, but um, I kept digging and digging and digging. I, I was probably literally a foot down, mm-hmm. and I pulled this I pulled this big rock out of the hole, and I tossed it off to the side into the dirt pile, and I kept digging and digging and digging, and waved my detector over the hole, and lo and behold, the signal was gone, and that that really baffled me at the time. <laughs> um, and of course, I swung over the dirt piles and swung over that rock and of course my detector went off again and I uh-huh. moved the rock out of the way to look for what was ever there not even thinking the rock could possibly be setting my metal detector off right hot rock. covered with dirt you couldn't you couldn't you 
couldn't see that iron part in the uh, the rock at the time because it was so dirty. But, right. Uh, yep. And of course, I moved the rock, and some of the dirt and the signal went away. And so, you know, I was probably at that hole for a half hour. Uh-huh. I must have looked pretty silly on the, on my knees digging through uh, piles <laughs> of dirt looking for something. You know, I was expecting some you know gold bullion or p- pirate treasure to come out of it as deep as I was. And, <laughs> I finally came to the conclusion uh, it was actually by accident moving that rock out of the way went over with my coil that was happened to be sitting next to me and that detector went off. Yeah. And of course I waved that rock over the coil and that where it was. And, you know, after researching meteorites, I thought, oh my God, I found a meteorite. My first day out, I find a meteorite. I'm rich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and of course, of course I got home that day and cleaned it up and looked at it and Living in Minnesota, being an iron ore country, I should have, you know, realized what it was, but I think I was so excited about it being a meteorite that, of course, I got on the internet and was looking up all types of internets and looking for pictures that look close to it, and, you know, of course, you start seeing things when you're all excited like that, and I found all these pictures on the internet that looked the same, and I was sure I had a a, uh, meteorite, and I finally made an appointment with uh, one of the geologists about the University of Minnesota, and... I don't know if you've ever been down there before, but going down to the University of Minnesota is, is quite an experience all in itself. There's absolutely nowhere to park down there. So. Yeah, I've been to the University uh, Hospital. That's about as close as I've been. Yeah, well, I finally <laughs> found a parking spot, and I couldn't find the building on campus. Uh-huh. I wandered for probably an hour trying to find the building. Eventually found the building and got inside, and, of course, his office happened to be in the basement of the building down a dark corridor so finding <laughs> the office was next to impossible yeah and i walk in through the door and he happened to be teaching a class or at least you know he had about five students in the, in the room i don't know if it was a class or they were going through whatever they were doing but right i walked through the door and all five of them or six of them stopped instantly what they were doing and all looked at me and i was like oh sorry i didn't mean to interrupt and he goes no fine come on in and i walked in and he took a look at it and within Probably 20 seconds he looked at me and said, well, I hate to tell you this, but you got a piece of iron ore. <laughs> so, well, I kind of put I the dampers to, to things. Kind of with, <laughs> yeah, I walked back to my car kind of with my tail between my legs. And, <laughs> but it was, a, it was a learning experience. So. Yeah, yeah. That's one advantage I like about the V3i that I run. It's got a meteorite program right on it. Oh, it's awesome. And you can kick it over to the meteorite program and, and check some of that stuff out. Which is nice. Well, yeah, I actually have a, uh, a GTI twenty five hundred also, but I haven't got the uh, the uh, uh, two coil. Yeah. Uh, two box, two box coil. Right. Yep. I think it's called yep. the treasure hound. The treasure hound. Yep. I haven't got that adapter for it yet, but I actually won that one too, and it was a used, <laughs> a used one. And uh, the only reason I got into uh, that raffle was even knowing it was used. Is that's exactly what I wanted to do. My plans were eventually to get a. Uh, a treasure on two box coil and put it on it and possibly go meteorite hunting. But right, yep. You know, after doing after doing some more research, there's there's it is possible to find some in Minnesota. Yep. It's going to be fairly small. There's but there's there's no real meteorite debris fields that right. are fairly close to the cities. There are there are some <coughs> north and south and of course east and west. They're everywhere except where I am. So right. This is kind of on the back burner for now, but uh, <coughs> eventually I, I may do that. Do you travel at all to go hunting? Any different places? Any faraway places? Uh, we do. We do day trips. Okay. Um, I haven't actually left the state. Well, I've been to Wisconsin, of course. Yeah. 
Um, we've been we've been out there a couple times uh, to a few places. Some of the private uh, permissions that I've had. And, right. Uh, um, I think we stopped at one of the parks out there when where uh, they were having the. Uh, uh, rock show, I believe. I believe it was in the Claire. I can't remember where it was. It was quite a few years ago. That we okay. Went, yep. Uh, other than that, I haven't been like to the East Coast where I'd really like to go. Yeah, I'm. I would too. I, I've got uh, a couple friends out there that said, "Come on out. We'll put you up, you know, for a week or whatever, and you can come out and hunt with us." So, but well, that would be awesome. You know, if you can get out some <clears> good ground, <throat> there's some uh, pretty amazing finds out there. Oh, I know. I'd love to go, but. <clears throat> now with excuse me <clears throat> with this leukemia kind of put a damper to things so it's uh you know i can only do certain things and i can't be out in the cold and kind of put a stop to stuff you know yeah that makes it kind of rough when you live in wisconsin yeah you got that right so anyway uh is there anything else that you want to fill us in on or that you've been doing um, or? Not much. Um, just uh, you know, if you're looking to maybe get into the hobby, or if you're in the hobby, you know, check out our Facebook page. Yep. You know, everyone in that five state area is you know welcome. Yep. You know, we have, that's just a just a great group of people. I, I know you're on it on a, on a pretty much daily basis. And yep. Now that we're coming into uh, the 2019 season, you know, even today I was quite amazed how you know I think there was already two gold rings posted today and and some silver and all kinds of clad and. Some pretty cool uh, relics coming out of the ground already, and yep, all of our right. guys have um, started getting into the research aspect of their finds, and you know it's fun to see that. Seeing, uh, you know, like I said, the goal for the page isn't to be the biggest, yeah. The best. It's just, you know, it's a bit. I want it to be more of a family atmosphere. Well, that's the way it should be. You know, that's what it is. And, it's a family you know, hobby. Exactly. The people on the on the page are are beginning to, you know, interact with each other, and that's. Um, that's awesome. I just, I, I love seeing that. I love being able to help the people out there when I can. And, you know, I'm certainly no, uh, no metal detector expert, but, uh, I'm always willing to help where, mm-hmm. I, where and when I can. Right. Now, one of these days I'll swing over that kind of way and meet up with some of you guys. <clears throat> well, it'd be awesome. You know, we usually have our fall hunt coming up, uh, it's usually in September. Yep. Um, our first really big one was last year and that was, a. uh, pretty good success we had uh, close to i think 70 75 people there i know you wanted to go but you had your locksmith uh yeah um meetings to go to so yep. hopefully we'll get around a weekend that uh, uh you can go yeah yeah that same weekend that they have a locksmith uh trade show uh this year we can't go because we will be taking care of the grandkids for our uh our daughter and son-in-law they got a wedding to go to so we're gonna be home Taking care of them, so we won't be going anywhere. <laughs> well, the date's not set yet. You know, we usually like to wait a little bit later into the season to find out what's actually going on before we uh, post anything. So hopefully you're available and you can... Yeah, that would be great. And, Swing yeah. over and do a little hunting with you guys and meet some of you guys and have a good day of it. That'd be awesome. All right, Scott. Well, thanks for sh- jumping on the show tonight. I really appreciate you're it. You're welcome. And uh, you guys have a good hunt this year. Have a safe hunt, and uh, you make it over this way. Stop in and see me. I'm usually I'm usually at the lock shop and the detecting shop Monday through Thursday, nine thirty to five. So that's where you'll find me. But otherwise, I'll be. If I head that way, I'll I'll call and make sure you're there first. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll be out detecting. Um, I hit uh, our fairgrounds or 
the uh, Irvine Park. We got Irvine Park here is about 500 acres, and it's got a lot of area to cover. So. Oh, I bet. That's awesome. There should be a lot of stuff in fairgrounds. Oh yeah. So okay. How old is that? How old is that fairgrounds? Eighteen forty-seven. Oh, you got a lot of work to do. You have to get oh. a bigger coil. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got a thirteen-inch on my V3i, and that's that's been finding the stuff. Well, you clear out clear out some of that trash and those shallow targets, and pick up one of those uh, fifteen-inch monsters, and get out there and find those deep ones. Yeah, well, that's what we've been doing, but. It's a, um, the thing is private. You can't be in there unless you got permission from uh, Rusty or uh, Joe. Joe is the head maintenance guy. And we get pretty much got that uh, taken care of. Uh, they give us exclusive rights to hunt it. We put a uh, show on the Three Seasons Treasure Hunters Club, I should say. I stepped away from the club. Uh, they put a uh, display on the at the fair every year, <clears throat> but I'm busy running our uh, two locks, uh, the locksmith and the metal detecting shop, and yep. now I got my training, the metal detectors training session coming up May 18th at my shop. I this will be the third year that I've done this, and it keeps getting bigger and bigger. So. Well, that's awesome. Good luck with that. Yeah. So, anyway, thanks for jumping on. I appreciate it, and good luck hunting this year, and I hope to uh, meet up with you one of these days. Awesome. I appreciate it, and uh, back at you. All right. Thanks, Scott. Yep. Have a good night, Kenny. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. There we have it. Scott Olson from the Minnesota Treasure Hunters Facebook page group. So... All right, everybody out there, have a great night. We're going to get out of here and um, working on the uh, Easter egg hunt for White's Electronics. And uh, I'll be getting out hiding them, so watch for the clues. Those will be coming up. So until next time, take care, God bless, and happy hunting.